Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. We take you now to Brink Chetley. Invasion in the Holy Land. This is Brink Chetley in the Kids Radio Old Testament Action Newsroom, where we've been following an incredible story unfolding in the Middle East circa 1406 B.C. The people of Israel are apparently getting ready to invade the land of Canaan, specifically the Canaanite stronghold of Jericho. Ace reporter Lucy Cunningham Schultz is at the scene. Lucy, exactly where are you right now? Well, Brink, our camp is situated near the town of Shittim, just a few miles away from the Jordan River. To our west beyond the river lies the city of Jericho. Why are the Israelites invading Canaan? Brink, the voice you hear behind me is that of the leader of the Israelites, a man named Joshua. He is talking with his commanders. I'll get closer and see if he can answer your question. Understand we cannot move before the spies return. Until then, tell the people to devote themselves to prayer. Yes, sir. Joshua. Joshua? Eh? Lucy Cunningham Schultz, OT Action News. Just a few questions, sir, if I may. If they are quick. Thank you. First off, why Canaan? This is the land the Lord our God promised our nation's father Abraham more than 680 years ago. So since your ancestors settled here, you feel you have the territorial right to reclaim the land? Not just the territorial right, but the divine right given to us by God to take possession of the entire country, from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river Euphrates to the great sea. I see. Now what is your... Please, I must join my people in prayer. Yes, of course. Well, there you have it, Brink. The Israelites are claiming the land by divine right. So this is a holy conquest. It would appear so. Hmm. Lucy, what kind of man is Joshua? He takes the leadership of his people very seriously. He publicly proclaims that he draws his strength and courage from God, and he fully intends to take this land as soon as he hears from his spies. Thank you, Lucy. We'll check back with you later. Right, Brink. Well, the spies you heard Lucy and Joshua mention a few moments ago are part of a fantastic report by OT Action News correspondent Lawrence Hodges, who broke this story in the first place. Three days ago, Joshua sent two men to scope out Jericho and the surrounding land. Lawrence was in Jericho on assignment when the spies arrived. For obvious security reasons, we could not air the report until we were assured of Lawrence and the spies' safety. But we now bring it to you uncut and in its entirety. It's evening now in Jericho, and I'm in one of the most popular places in town, Rahab's Inn. Its owner, Rahab, is here with me. Hello, welcome. My inn is your inn. Rahab, why is your place so... What in the world is that? Rahab, Rahab, the king's soldiers, they're coming. Lock the door, quickly. What is it, Rahab? The king's guards are coming for you. What? We must leave at once. They're on horseback. You're on foot. You'll never get away. Then what do we do? Go up to the roof. It's lined with stalks of flax. Hide under them. And trap ourselves. I will take care of the king's soldiers. How? I simply will. You must trust me. Why should we? Because you have no choice. Open up in the name of the king! Well, what will it be? Will you sacrifice yourselves? All right. The roof. Through that door and stay quiet. As for the rest of you, not a word. Open this door in the name of the king! Ramondu! Why all the racket? You know my door is always open to you. Never mind that. We're on the king's business looking for spies. Spies? That's right. Sent here by the Hebrews to discover the best way to attack us. 
So that's why they behave so strangely. Then you've seen them? Yes, they were here earlier. Dirty spies. If I'd known, I would have thrown them out in the street. Where are they now? They left at dusk as the city gates were about to close. That wasn't very long ago. If you hurry, you can catch up with them. Well, what are you waiting for? Perhaps I should search your house just to make certain they didn't stay. Go ahead if you want, if you feel you can afford the time. I was under the impression that the king wanted spies caught immediately. Hmm. Mount up and tell the gatekeeper to seal the gates as soon as we leave. Yes, Commander. That way, in case we don't find them, they'll be trapped here until we return. Then we will search your house, Rahab, and you won't like it. Windbag. They're gone, Rahab. Keep watch. I'm going up on the roof. This is Lawrence Hodges for OT Action News on the scene of an incredible development in Jericho. I'm following Rahab up onto the roof to see if we can hear... Matthias! Yes. yes, here they All are. right, they are gone. You can come out. Thank you for your kindness. What kindness? You heard the commander. The gates are sealed. We're trapped. Perhaps. Whatever the case, you may sleep here tonight. Why are you doing this? Because the Lord your God is God, and he is on the side of your people. You know our God? We have heard of his mighty deeds, and because of them, everyone in the land is melting in fear. That still doesn't answer the question. Why are you doing this? I know your people will conquer and rule this land. So I beg for this one thing. Swear to me by the sacred name of your God that when Jericho is conquered, my family and I will be spared. It's only fair after all I have done for you. We swear. Our lives for your life. If you will not tell what we are doing, we will spare you and your family. Thank you, my lords. And now, I have a way for you to escape. Escape? Over here. Help me move these bundles of flax. <clears throat> my house is part of the city walls. There are certain advantages to such an arrangement. A window? But we are still very high up. How are we supposed to get down? With this. A scarlet rope. Long enough to reach the ground. Go, hide in the hills. After three days, return to your people. Ramandu will have come back by then. Tell your leader of my kindness. We will, Rahab. But understand, when we attack, we cannot be responsible for you or your family if you leave this house. If anyone goes outside, his blood will be on his own head. I understand, Salman. And know this. When we enter the land, we will not be bound by the oath we've made unless this rope is hanging from this window. But what if someone sees it? Now it is your turn to trust in the Lord. I agree. Now go. And what of you? Me? Yes, you must go with them. Well, I... Yes, no delay. Come, come. Well, all right, but watch out for the transmitter. W watch out for the transmitter. This is Brink Chetley again in the OT Action Newsroom. Lawrence Hodges' incredible transmission ended there, and we're expecting him and the spies to return at any moment. In the meantime, let's turn to our resident expert on Middle East affairs, Hassan Ben Sober, for his assessment of this remarkable report. Hassan, what about this spy business? Well, Brink, you must remember that Joshua was Moses' protege, and Moses also sent out spies to the Promised Land 40 years earlier. 
In fact, Joshua was one of the spies that Moses sent. It is very interesting to oh, me. I, I'm terribly sorry, Hassan, but I need to cut in. We're receiving a report from Lucy Cunningham Schultz at the Israelite camp. Lucy? Yes, Frank. The spies have returned. They rode into camp just a few moments ago. Lucy, do you see... They're talking with Joshua and the leaders of the 12 tribes of Israel. I'm getting closer to see if I can pick up what they're saying. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. We stayed with a woman named Rahab. She saved us from the king, and we have pledged protection for her when we invade the city. Then you think it is good to do so? Yes, Joshua. God has surely given us this land. And what do the leaders of the twelve tribes think? We await your orders, Joshua. We have pledged to follow you, as we did Moses. Then tell the people to prepare themselves, for within three days we will cross the Jordan and go in to possess the land which the Lord our God has given us. You heard it, Brink. The invasion is a go. Lucy, is Lawrence with you? No, Brink, I didn't see him come back with the spies either. Let me see if I can... Excuse me. Matthias, Salmon. Yes, maiden, what is it? I believe you met with a friend of mine at Rahab's. Lawrence? A short fellow? That's him. He was supposed to come back with you. Where is he? He didn't come. At the last moment, he decided to remain in the city. Remain? Yes. I hope he is inside Rahab's house when we attack. Otherwise... Yes, uh, thank you. Well, Brink, Lawrence must have stayed to continue reporting to us from inside the city. We can only hope that he's still all right. Yes. Thank you, Lucy. Well, on that rather somber note, we need to break for station identification. OT Action News will return right after this. This is Brink Chetley with you once again from the OT Action Newsroom. The Israeli invasion of Canaan is proceeding apace. Three days ago, the Hebrews left their camp at Shittim and are now ensconced near the banks of the Jordan River, poised to attack Jericho. For insight into the military aspect of the situation, let's turn once again to Middle East expert Hassan Ben Sober. Hassan, why Jericho? It is the key to the whole region. If Jericho falls, the whole land will be theirs. But Joshua and the Israelites have their work cut out for them. How so? Jericho is a nearly impenetrable fortress. Walls six and a half feet thick link together 30-foot battlements that tower into the sky. An assault from any side will be very costly. And the Hebrews have an even bigger logistical problem. Bigger? Yes, crossing the Jordan River. There are no bridges there, and building boats big enough to haul an army the size and strength needed to capture Jericho will take a great deal of time. If I were Josh... I'm sorry, Hassan, but we're receiving an on-the-spot report from Lucy Cunningham Schultz. Lucy, are you there? I am, Brink. The Israelites are getting ready to move. Commanders have been issuing instructions all morning to the people. What sort of instructions? They're telling them when they see the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant, follow it, but don't go near it. Stay about a thousand yards behind it. Peculiar. Not when you think of the incredible power contained in the Ark. It... Oh, wait, Joshua's about to speak. People of Israel... Hear the words of the Lord. Today you will know for certain that God lives among you and that he will drive out the people who live in this land you will soon possess. Now watch as the ark of God, who is Lord of the whole earth, leads you across the river. Brink, the priests carrying the ark are moving toward the water. They're stepping down into the river and... No... They're still on dry land. But they should be in the river by now. Look, look, I... look the waters are separating. The river is backing up. Oh. 
just as it did with Moses. Yes, yes. And now, go forward into the victory of the Lord. This is unbelievable, Brink. We're actually crossing through the river on dry ground. It's yet another incredible confirmation that God has picked Joshua as Moses' replacement. I'm sorry, Lucy, but we're going to have to cut away from this remarkable miracle for a moment. We're receiving a transmission from Lawrence Hodges. Lawrence, where are you? Miss Hodges, coming to you live from the throne room of the King of Jericho. The King is talking with his advisors, and they don't appear to be very happy. I'm going to get closer. All of my wise men are cowards! Your Majesty, please! Have you not heard of the miraculous things that have happened to the Israelites? How their God has given them victory over their enemies and protected them? Where even now, they receive bread from heaven to feed them? Fairy tales! You're all a bunch of quivering children. Have you forgotten that it is harvest time? The river is at flood stage. The Israelites cannot attack us if they cannot get here. And they won't get here because they can't cross the river. Majesty! Majesty! What is it? I have just returned from the Jordan. The waters have bunched up at the city of Adam in the region of Zarathan. What? The flow to the Salt Sea is completely cut off. The Israelites are crossing over on dry ground. You're lying to me. I swear it is all true. Sire, we must act immediately. Sue for peace now. We beg you. Sue for peace? Surrender without a fight? Never! Seal the city. Prepare for a siege. Double the guard on the walls and fortify the battlements. No mere band of roving Hebrews will conquer the fortress of Jericho. Well, try to get him back. It, uh, <clears throat> it would appear that we've lost our hookup to Lawrence Hodges. Hassan Ben Sober, what about the tactical situation? Who really has the advantage here? Well, Brink, the reality of the situation is Jericho is quite safe and secure. Once shut up as it is now, it is impossible for an army to breach its walls and battlements. You say impossible. Can you clarify that for us? Jericho has withstood the attacks of armies much bigger, better equipped, and better trained than the Israelites. In my opinion, it would be a miracle if the Israeli army survives even its first assault. Mm. Well, we'll soon find out, for it seems the army is on the move. Let's go back to Lucy Cunningham Schultz on the scene. Lucy, what's happening out there? Well, Brink, we're across the river now, and there's a real sense of purpose in the camp. This is due not only to the miraculous river crossing, but also to the fact that for the last 40 years, the Israelites have awakened to manna, bread from heaven, which has been the bulk of their diet. This morning, the manna stopped. Stopped? Completely. Some think it's a sign from God of their ultimate victory. But at the very least, it means that these people must now depend on the land for food. And to get the food, they have to have the land. Lucy, have you been able to talk to Joshua yet to get an idea of the Israeli battle strategy? No, I haven't, Brink. But I understand that Joshua is going to speak momentarily. I can tell you that I don't see a lot of swords or armaments around. And that... Oh, wait. Here's Joshua. God's chosen. Here, how the Lord God will give you the city of Jericho. This is it, Brink. The priests with the ark will lead you, and seven priests with trumpets will walk in front of them. But you must not yell or give out a war cry, or raise your voices, or say a word until I tell you. Then you can shout. Sound the trumpets! Forward! This is it, Brink. We're marching to Jericho. 
Hassan, what does this mean? Are the Israelites trying to sneak up on the city? That isn't likely, since they've blown the trumpets so loudly. Also, it is, it is very foolhardy to attack with such limited armaments. Then what is their plan? At this point, it's anyone's guess. Well, I... But... Yes, immediately. Uh, I'm, I, I've just received word that we've re-established contact with Lawrence Hodges inside Rahab's house. Let's go to him now. Lawrence! This is Lawrence Hodges. The city is shut up tight. The mood here is tense, as you would expect. The Israelites are coming, Rahab. We'll all be killed. Listen to me, everyone. There is nothing to be afraid of. Why? Because you tied a scarlet rope out of your window? No, because I trust the word of the Israelites and their God. We will be saved. They're taking position in front of the city. No, wait. What is it? Well, they should be stopping, but they're not. They're marching around the city. They're surrounding us. No, they're not positioning for attack. They're just marching. <laughs> Looks like we didn't need your help after all, Rahab. Perhaps. Perhaps. But the scarlet rope stays just the same. Well, this is very unusual. Lucy... Lucy, are you there? Yes, Brink. What's going on? Well, I haven't been able to talk to Joshua. From what I understand, marching is all the Israelites are going to do. For now. A remarkable development, to say the least. It's a ridiculous development. They expect to win. Well, we'll be back with the story as it unfolds right after this. once again. The siege at Jericho is now in its seventh day. But perhaps siege isn't the right word, for during the past six days, nothing much has really happened. The army of Israel has simply blown trumpets and marched around the city one time, once a day. Today, though, a change. Early this morning, Joshua, the leader of the Israelites, made this speech. Hear, O Israel! This day will the Lord God deliver the city into your hands. Today, march around the walls not once, but seven times. Sound the trumpets! And so the Israelites have been circling the city all morning. OT Action News correspondent Lucy Cunningham Schultz has been with them the whole time. Lucy, what can you tell us? Well, Brink, we've almost completed our sixth trip around the city, and the people are definitely expecting something to happen. We've just started our seventh lap, Brink. Lucy, aside from the trumpets, the people have remained curiously silent throughout these marches. Joshua's orders, Brink. Keep quiet until he gives the word. Any idea of what will happen then? No, but Joshua has promised that God will work wonders this day, so it's anybody's guess. Thank you, Lucy. We've also re-established contact with our man inside Jericho, Lawrence Hodges. Lawrence, how are things inside the city? Well, Brink, I'm still inside Rahab's house. And as you can hear, where there was once fear, there's now laughter. Uh-oh, they're going around again. Ooh, I'm so scared. If they keep on doing this, they're going to get dizzy. Up until this morning, the mood here could best be described as boredom. When the multiple marches started, the people became curious at the change, but still not worried. It seems no one is taking the army of Israel seriously anymore. What about Rahab? She's the only one who has shown any concern, Brink. Then she still has the scarlet rope tied to the window. Yes, and she's still insisting that her family stay inside with her. You have to admire her faith, but right now, it really seems pointless. Thank you, Lawrence. 
Middle East military expert Hassan Ben Sober is with me now, as he has been throughout this ordeal. Hassan, what's your take on this? The Israelites are employing a truly strange battle strategy. It doesn't fit any coherent tactical plan I know of. Well, is that bad? It is if they are serious about occupying this country. Then again, we have seen great miracles from this people. Who knows what will happen? Hmm. Well, apparently Israel is now completing its seventh lap around the city. Lucy, any change? Not so far, Brink. Joshua's rising. And now, O oh Israel, let the trumpet sound. Shout with a mighty voice, for the Lord God has given you the city. Nothing seems to be happening. Lucy! Lucy, are you there? Lawrence? Lawrence Hodges! Lawrence, Lucy, can you hear me? What's happening? The walls of Jericho. They've collapsed completely. There's almost nothing left of them. And now, take the city and destroy it. Destroy it all. Lawrence, Lawrence, are you still there? Yes, Brink. <coughs> I don't know how, but Rahab's house is still standing, even though it's connected to the city walls. <coughs> The Israelites are destroying everyone and everything. Whoa, wait, wait. We're under the protection of Joshua. This is the house of Rahab. It is true. It is true. These are the ones who helped us. They have our protection. What he said, what he said. Lawrence? Lucy, over here. Lucy, Lawrence, are, are you two all right? Yes, Brink, we're just fine. Salmon? Yes, Joshua. This is the woman who helped you? Yes. Rahab, this is Joshua. My lord... We have kept our word to you, Rahab. You and your family shall live. Your faith has saved you. Praise be to the God of Israel. I think that sums up all our feelings right now, Brink. Back to you. Thank you, Lucy. Well, it seems that a woman's faith and a man's courage have gotten the nation of Israel off to a good start. For Lawrence Hodges, Lucy Cunningham Schultz, and Hassan Ben Sober... This is OT Action News from Kids Radio here at Wits End. I'm Brink Chetley. Good day. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. In Hebrews 11, there's a list of Hall of Famers when it comes to faith. It contains men like Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, Samuel, and other great Hebrew leaders. But did you know that the only woman listed by name was not a Hebrew? Verse 30 says, It was by faith that Rahab welcomed the spies and was not killed with those who refused to obey God. That's right. The Rahab of today's story is one of the greatest examples of faith in the Bible. In fact, her faith was so great Matthew 1.5 tells us that she ended up as a direct ancestor of Jesus. Just goes to show you what belief in God can do. Adventures and Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Siege at Jericho was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Mark Drury. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures and Odyssey.